What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are a badass burgeoning recording artist and a fellow Virgo, so you know that I cannot wait to get to know them. Ladies, gentlemen, and every... Ladies, gentlemen, every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, Wojamir. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for asking. How are you today? I am doing absolutely swell. So grateful to have you here. Thank you for making some time in your calendar for me and taking my call today. No, thank you for actually having me on here. This is like my very first interview ever. And I'm super, super, super excited for it today. What? Thank you so much for 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 trusting me with your first interview. That means a lot to me. I really appreciate that. Of course. I'm super excited to like dive into everything. Sweet. So tell me, what are you most looking forward to from this year? <sighs> Good question. Um just the music. Um Looking forward to seeing what I can do, how I can improve on, you know, just like basic skills. Um, me being more consistent with my music um, and dropping more, more tracks this year. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Love that. Now, what are you most looking forward to leaving behind in 2022? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, I think I'm probably going to leave behind being nervous um, about some of my music. You know, as artists, I, know, I think that sometimes we get into our heads when we are making music and, you know, trying to put stuff out for the world to listen to. And last year, I was a bit nervous about a couple of my projects and even just like some singles I was putting out. but. I think this year I'm going to be a little bit more, you know, think about it later later, and just do it. I love that. I love that. Thanks. Now, for the people who don't know, tell my audience, who is Wojamir? Jamir is a badass. He is a savage boy. He talks his shit whenever he wants to and he doesn't give a fuck about what people have to think or what they have to say. Hey. When did you discover music? Um, I've always been into music. Um, as far as I can remember, I started making music in 2014. Um, but I was writing a little bit before I actually started like recording. So um, I've been making music for about nine years. So when you started making music, would you say that was when you found your voice or can you describe a moment before then that was like the moment that you knew that you could actually make music? Um, it took a it took a couple years for me to actually feel like I was meant for making music. 
Um, when I very first started writing and making my own music, I was shitty. Like, I was terrible. <laughs> I, I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't recording on anything professional. I was literally using a beat and using a recording app off of my Android at the time. Um, I don't think that I actually found my voice until 2017 um, when I dropped one of my very first EPs. Um, and then later on going into 2018, when I actually started really getting into dropping more music and, you know, just trying to find my foot in the game. Um, because 2018 was literally the year for me. I dropped maybe six or seven projects. Hey. Yeah. How did you land on your stage name? Oh, that's a good question. Nobody's ever asked me about that before. Um, so nobody knows this. I've gone as Jameer for a very long time, but my real name is Terrell. Um, Jameer comes from, how can I say it? My brothers, I have three younger brothers. Um, at the time when I started rapping, I called myself KT which kind of stands for King Terrell. But I abbreviated, I just went by K KT. Um, later on, um, one thing, my younger brother underneath me, his name is Jordan, and then my brother underneath him, is uh, his name is Jalen. And growing up, I always wanted my name to start with a J. Mm. So I was kind of like, dang, like I wish my name started with a J. So what I did was my Jordan's middle name is Raymere. So I pretty much took his middle name, took out the R and put a J in front of it. And that's pretty much how I came with Jameer. That is incredible. I love that. Thank you. Nobody's ever asked me about that before. I was just curious because I was like, well, maybe that might be his actual name. And then when you popped up in the thing and I was like, okay, that's not your actual name. I was like, okay, well, well I wanted to know that. But I didn't know if you uh, <laughs> were like specifically not trying to reveal your actual name. So I didn't break it because usually I'll <laughs> ask people who is their actual name. <laughs> but I didn't know, you know, so I said, well, we'll see how this goes. I yeah, that. I usually don't tell people my real name. I just kind of stray away from it and just, you know, it's Jameer. You can call me Jameer. Yeah, I totally get that. People take on stage names for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Brian is not my real name, if you didn't. No. Period. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, describe the moment that you knew you were talented. Hmm. I knew I was talented when I made my very first Savage Boy EP, which was in 2020. Um, I'm very hard on myself when it comes to my music. So even though I started making music in 2014, it took me six years to actually believe that I was talented and meant for music. So when I dropped that EP, I was very proud of it. I kind of knew like, okay, this is something that I really want to do and something that I do want to pursue. So um, yeah, 2020 would be the year that I kind of figured I was talented. Nice. Do you, think you, do you think that your dreams were nurtured growing up or did you have to be your own cheerleader? I had to be my own cheerleader. Growing up, my brothers, kind of did their own thing. My mom was a, a workaholic. So literally I would come home from school. It would be, I would be by myself for like an hour or two before my brothers got home. And I would use that time to make my music. Um, I graduated from high school in 2015. So I went straight into college afterwards and I had my own room. So I was pretty much always by myself. And anytime that I, you know, had free time, I would be doing music. Talk to me about your writing process. How did you go 
how do you go about creating your hit? Um, I go about it two ways. My first way, I don't, is probably a little abstract. I don't know if anybody else does it this way, but um, like sometimes I can be doing something random other than making music and you know I'll just like think of a random bar and what I'll do is I'll write that bar out and I'll just keep writing until you know I just kind of stop or I just pause and come back to it um and then usually I take whatever I wrote and I'll go find a beat off of YouTube or I do have like a few producers that send me some things in my email sometimes. Um, so I would just go find a beat that kind of matches the vibe of whatever I wrote, um, fit it in where I can, and I'll complete the song just by listening to the rest of the beat. That's one way that I do it. The other way is just finding the beat and writing it right into it. So. I'll find a beat, just kind of listen to it halfway through, start it back over, and then I'll just start writing. And once I get into it, I just take off. And those are, that's the, I would say the second, the second one is the option where I, I I, I choose that the most. And that's where most Mm. of my head. Nice. I dig that. The first way that you described isn't necessarily so abstract, or maybe it's not to me, because that's how I've written most of my music. It, mm-hmm. it, like, it would just come from like a random bar that I would think of, and then I would just write it and keep going, and then just figure it out from there. Um, yeah, that's how I've written like the majority of my music. I rarely have a beat already, and then like I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like the mixtape that I put out in 2021, I had the entire thing written already pretty much. And then I found all the beats later and then had to switch them all later. It was Uh a big thing. Yeah, it was crazy. But um, to let you know that that's not as weird as you think it is. (laughs) Okay. Okay, that's actually kind of cool that you say that because I figured like most people, you know, find a beat and they just write to it. So that's why I said, like, oh, it's probably kind of weird. I'm thinking I'm the only one, not the only one, but like, you know, rarely people ever do it that way. But that's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. That's how I write most of the time is I just randomly think of something and then I'll keep going. So I have like this rant, like, like this folder on my phone of just random bars where like I'll just think of something and write it down and then just keep going. Then I have a another folder next to that called random verses where like, those bars are like turning to full-blown verses or full-blown songs where like I've kept going so then I always have things to refer back to later when I'm actually trying to write something mm-hmm. yeah okay. that's, that's, yeah that's how I've always done it and you know I do keep a few folders like that too with like songs that I scrap and mm-hmm. sometimes I'll like take a verse from that scrap song and like move it to a different song that kind of fits it better. Mm-hmm. I do that. <laughs> totally have done that. What were your first lyrics about? Basketball. Right. <laughs> um, it's actually kind of funny. My very, I, I don't remember my very first verse or rap that I've ever made, but I do remember how it came about. Okay. Um, so pretty much me and my younger brothers were playing 2K, uh, 2K12 or 2K13. I don't know what year it was, but um, we were playing basketball and there is this instrumental that comes on on a game and it kind of like replays and turns off and it'll replay again. So I was like, listen to it. And I was like, oh, this is actually kind of hard. So I got me uh, a notebook and a pen and I just started writing. But I know, I don't remember the verse, but I know it was about basketball since it was a basketball game. Nice. Thanks. What do you think is the realest thing you've written so far? Um, 
I would say the realest thing I've written so far would be 20 Missed Calls from my last Savage Boy 3. Okay. Um, in that song, I just kind of dive into... Uh, it's based off of a relationship. I usually write the realest things when I get into my feelings a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 20 Miss Calls is definitely my latest, most realest thing that I've read. I think that. If you could choose one of your songs that would allow my audience to instantly get to know you, what would it be? Savage Boy. Mm. I would say Savage Boy is the intro to Savage Boy 3. So, um, to get to know Jameer as an artist, um, in that song, you'll see how much of a lyricist I am. Um, I'm very detailed when it comes to my raps. So I, I pick things apart and I just kind of lay it out in my, in my music. So Savage Boy really kind of gets into that. And you'll, right after you finish it, you'll know exactly who Jameer is. Who's your top five? Nicki Minaj, Big Sean, Lil Wayne, um, Eminem, and uh, oh, who was my last one? Can I put myself in my top five? Papoose does. I don't see why not. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm going to put myself in my top five. Nice. When Remy Ma said that Papoose does that, I was like, more more people should put themselves in their top five. I don't think that's going <laughs> to <be. laughs> I think that's actually pretty fucking fly. I was like, that's dope as shit. He puts himself in the top five. I was like, that's another type of nigga right there. I was like, that's right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Now, speaking of different, what are your thoughts on the current state of hip hop? It's very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember growing up and being super excited about hip hop, mm-hmm. um, and just like excited for artists to drop new music. And right now, I would even say even going through 2022, in my opinion, it's just been quiet for me. Sure. I don't really see a lot of artists making noise like they used to. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about hip hop. In my opinion, that's, that's how I feel about it. Okay. What do you feel music is missing right now? I feel like music is just missing, just having fun and, and, and making music because you love to make music. I think people are, artists are just putting out songs for a little quick minute. Stuff that don't even chart or last to the end of the week. You don't even remember it by the end of the week. I think music right now is missing sustainability. You know, just like you would, an artist would drop a song and you could play it over and over and over and over again because you loved it so much and you were you were excited to to hear it. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like that right now. No, so, yeah. Except the people who were doing it back then. Yeah, and I would say right now they they're quiet. I'm, you know, I can't even judge them because they have their own lives to live. Um, it's more so maybe there's newer, newer people coming in, just putting out this little quick minute stuff um, that, in my opinion, I'm not too excited about it, but hey. 
other people might love it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And most of the time, the people that love it are the people who don't know anything. So exactly. God bless them. (laughs) What does the moment look like when you when you would feel like you've made it as an artist? Hmm. Um, I think it would look like me moving from where I live now and going somewhere where I really want to go, where I really want to live. I don't really want to live in the city that I'm in right now um, and bringing my family with me. Um, what else? That's a good question. I haven't really thought about it. I, I do so much, so many other things. I, I never really thought about it. Um, I don't know. I, I want to say just me putting out more music. I don't necessarily want to be a signed artist because you get restricted a lot to do, you know, just to have free will to put out music when you want to. So me making it as an artist, I just kind of think of me just dropping music and it's blowing up, performing and people loving it. That's what I see. Nice. I love that. Thank you. I wish I I had more time to actually think about that too because Shit happens every day. I never know if, if a song might blow up today, tonight, tomorrow. What do I want to do? Well, if you want to take time and think while we're doing the rest of the conversation, then we can always come back to it later. Okay, that's cool. Nice. Now, to switch up the vibe a little bit, do you want to play a game with me? Of course. Let's play a game. You've heard of this or that, right? Yeah. Okay, nice. So, buy jewelry or buy property? I think I would buy property. Okay. Yeah, I want to have my my own shit. Something that's mine and my name. Absolutely. Get your body done or stay natural? Stay natural. (laughs) Definitely stay natural. I love my body. Okay. Lyricism or talking shit? Oh, that's hard because I do a little bit of both. <laughs> um, I think at heart, lyricism. I love to talk my shit, but I love a good lyricist. Nice. Get a rapper for the feature or, or put a singer on it. definitely a rapper I'm not opposed to having a singer as a feature I've done it before I just feel like I'm more I'm more comfortable with a rapper but going out of my comfort zone with a singer is something that I, I wouldn't do okay dope be in a group or stay a solo artist solo okay. I don't work well with other I don't work well in groups I hate groups <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Go on tour or have a residency? I want to experience a tour. That would be so fun. Because traveling is like one of my things that I really want to get into this year. So definitely, yeah, go on tour. Nice. Do a sexy video or do a serious video? Mm, I think I'm going to go with serious I feel like I'm too goofy to be sexy. <laughs> <Do a> sexy <laughs> <video>. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with you. I love that. <laughs> now, I don't know if this is gonna be an interesting question because of what 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 day and time it actually is, but win a Grammy or win a BET award. Oh, child. 
mind you, children, we're recording this as the Grammys are getting ready to start. <laughs> right. Or have just started. <laughs> I think, oh, dang. Uh, I want to say, even though a lot of people have been talking shit about the Grammys, I think I would go with winning the Grammy. Yeah, no wrong answers, Chad. You ain't gotta be worried, Chad. We ain't gonna take your firstborn. <laughs> really? Talk your shit. Okay. <laughs> now, get a feature for the song or release it solo? I... I think nowadays I'm doing more solo songs, but with me discovering so many other talented rappers I've been getting into more features and I feel like when I do features that's when I really really push my pen so I'm gonna go with features I love that would you rather do a mixtape with all original music or do an old school Jack and the Beat tape oh let's I would do old school I love old school hip hop. Absolutely love that. Okay. Release an album or release an EP? Um, I am, with me being more into my career now, I'm definitely going with an album more than EP. release a turn-up song as the first single or release an emotional song? Mm, I think I'm going to do turn-up. I might switch it up one day and do emotional. But as of right now, turn-up, get everybody hyped. He said no rap ballads here. (laughs) (laughs) Now, speaking of that, what are you working on now that we should be looking forward to? Well, I am currently working on my next album. And to be more specific, it's honestly, it's pretty much done. Just kind of sitting on it, just touching up on a few things. But the album is done. Mm-hmm. Um, just waiting for the right moment to make my announcement, do this little rollout, and put it out. But the album, I'm working on my album. It's all done. Um, and it'll be it'll be dropping real soon, actually. Nice. So we have a timeline, we have a date, we have a title, we have a track list, we have all the things and things ready. You just waiting to hit send. Mm, pretty much. Love that. Well, stay tuned, children. Stay tuned. Okay, because it's gonna drop. <laughs> If you could remake a classic record, what would it be? That's a good question. Um, I think it would definitely have to be. It would. Ha- I honestly, I think I would choose "Hypnotize" by Biggie. Ooh, tell me why. Um, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm just, I, I love, it's something about old school hip hop beats that just kind of get me excited to rap. And when I say rap, I mean, really push your, push my pen. You know, just like the, the cadences and flow that they used back in the day, it's, it's different from now. And I think, it's important to look back into, you know, our previous hip hop, look back into that stuff and really get into it. So I agree with you. I agree with you 200% because you spoke to a part of your answer being about the flows that people were using back in the day. And that speaks directly to my answer to this question. 
if I was to ever remake a classic record, it would be Busta Rhymes and Janet Jackson. Period. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I just feel like that's a perfect record. Like, I feel like that, that's a perfect fucking record. I love that song so much. That's like the only song I've ever wanted to like remake and be like, if I could redo a if I had the if I had the motherfucking sampling dollars, if I had the licensing dollars, whew, right, I would be glad to pull that one out. Yeah, I would call the whole. I would call all the banks for that record. Okay. Now, speaking of a perfect record. What makes a perfect song to you? Okay. Um, I think all aspects of rap. So, it, the lyrics, um, the production of it, how you roll it out to your audience. Um, what else? The beat. It's a lot of things that play into like a perfect song for me. Um, and just being able to, uh, you know, illustrate with like in your mind how you visualize it in your head and really putting it into the song so that people can understand it. Okay. I love that. You better give the five elements of rap. <laughs> you better work. I love that. Now we're gonna have to go back and listen back to this to write all these down, but okay. I, but I love that. But I counted that that was the five elements of rap. It was lyrics, rollout, something, delivery. What's the last one? And then I lost one of them in between. But yeah, we're gonna go back and listen to this. Okay, take okay. note. Yes, children, stay tuned. Take note. Mm-hmm. Now let's say a touring company came to you and dropped a bag on you and said you could take whoever you want put together your dream tour who are the artists that you're calling to take on the road with you do I have a limit no okay um I'm gonna start off with some of the artists from my city so I would definitely take monkey with me and Reem. Um, those are two super dope artists from my city and I love them to death. Um, other than them, I think I would take Juju Anden. That boy is talented as fuck. Absolutely. Love him. So very talented and I, I love working with him. Um, so I would definitely take him um let's see who else i do have one good i do have she's not an artist yeah she's a little nervous about coming out but there's one girl that i've worked with in the past she's mad talented and don't nobody know yet until i get her on a track but um she goes by milan chanel i would take her with me okay nice um I don't think anybody else. I'm, I'm still, I still have my eye on a, a few people that I want to work with, but as of right now, I would take those artists with me. Awesome. Now, how will your music change the industry? Hmm. My music changing the industry. Um, now, every artist isn't like a lyricist. I understand that there are people out there that just make hype music, but mm-hmm. I think getting back into writing and putting out music that will last and that's rememberable is important. So I think going back to what you asked, I think that would be how my music would change the image, the industry. I love how you preface that 
That was real cute. You were like, listen, <laughs> I get everybody don't got bars and everything. I get everybody don't write 32 bars. I get it. I get it. I get it. However, comma. Okay. Over here, it's rap. Over here, we, yes. we write. Over here. <laughs> that, was, that was real. That was real cute for you. I like that. Because that's exactly how I probably would have answered that. But like, I get I understand that everybody don't believe in punchlines, metaphors, references, you know, word flipping, you know, putting a different emphasis on different syllables. I get that. Right. However, I do. Let's really get back into rap. But if you You notice, (laughs) right, like, like, I would be like, I get not everybody is into real rap. However, have you noticed that the majority of the people who are the most successful are? That's true. That's very true. And you those... know, I ain't telling nobody what to do. <laughs> I just pay attention. Now, if you could could think about this in the moment, what do you fear more? Success or failure? Success. Um, um, I'm not scared to fail because I've I've done that over and over again. You know, sometimes you put out a song and you don't get no buzz. You feel like you ain't did nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think I'm more afraid of success in the aspect where my life could change. And I'm not a person that's used to changing up my anything around me. So I'm honestly, not even necessarily scared, just a little bit, I would say cautious, more so than scared. Um, I'm prepared more so than scared, but I'm just not, I'm just not a person that's used to change. I know my life would change if, you know, shit blew up over here. I got things in place where I I do my job Sunday through Saturday. I wouldn't be working that anymore. I got a whole dog. Don't wouldn't be able to take care of him anymore for real, for real. So it's just like, I think I would be afraid of my life changing, but then eventually I would get used to it. That makes sense. Now, in that same line of thinking, do you think you're more afraid of life or death? Hmm. I think I'm more afraid of death because I don't want to die. <laughs> okay. I, I want to live to whatever age I can get to That's and live fair. my life. I don't want to, I don't, look, I'm only 25. I got a long life ahead of me. I ain't trying to die anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What do you want your stamp on the music industry to be? Hmm. That's a good question. I think when you say stamp, do you mean like what I want people to remember remember me by? If you could like if you could like 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 you know how people say in bios like what people are known for, what their biggest impact is, or like how people are known in the industry, like how like Spice is the queen of dance hall, Mary J. Blige is the queen of hip hop soul. Uh, so on and so forth. Like, what what would you like to be known for in music? Hmm. Um, I want to say wordplay. I think I'm. I think I'm pretty dope when it comes to twisting up words and using, you know different bars and different ways shit that motherfuckers don't even understand off the first listen 
I think that's what I want to be known for is Jameer got some sick ass wordplay. I love that. Because that's also my answer. <laughs> that's also I try, my I try to word it right. Like, I there are a lot of artists out there that are like really good with like, again, being lyricists. That's like, I put a, I would stamp that to be very honest, but that's not something that's just like solely coming from me. But to be known as an artist that is true to how he writes, that's I want people to know that I, I write. I want people to know that I, I sit in my room late up late at night writing music and just getting to it. And so that was gonna be my next question. What keeps you up at night? It will be my music. This album. <laughs> this album has has kept me up some nights until 3 a.m. Literally just sitting here brainstorming, writing music, recording. Um, you like brainstorming my uh, my album cover. The uh, the concept of this album it's kept me up late many days. What part about putting this new project together do you think is putting the most pressure on you? I think <laughs> the amount of songs that I want to put out for this album. Um, I'm trying to like pinpoint a good amount of songs for a good album. Like, I don't want to... Originally, I will say this. Originally, the song, the album was going to be about 22 songs. And mm. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I don't think the audience that I have right now have that attention span mm. to sit through and listen to 22 songs. So I've cut it twice already. Okay. So I think that's what, if I wouldn't have cut it, the album would have been put out in December. Mm. Last year. But I've, I had to cut it twice and then get a few features and now that's where I'm at now but just the amount of songs that I want to put out has kind of been like a roadblock for me right now and I will say like a little bit of writer's block too um, mm -hmm. earlier at the top of January but yeah that's what's kind of like that's what held me back from putting out the album previously okay so on the opposite side of that, what do you think has been the most rewarding or fulfilling part of putting this project together as opposed to the rest of your projects? Being able to write out how I feel on multiple songs. So um, usually when I write my music, like I said, I, I will talk my shit, but there are maybe four songs on this album where I really get into like my life and I don't usually put that out there a lot. So I'm very proud that I was able to get into it and, and write it and record it and be satisfied with it. That is awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. What defines a successful project for you? Um, a successful project for me, um, well, that's a good question, dang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say a successful project for me will look like me getting the support from first some of my closest friends. Um, I want to see that. Once I know that that's there, that's when I really feel like the album is successful. I don't kind of, in most cases, I really don't go off of numbers. Um, I want to 
see the comments. I want to see people saying like, hey, like I loved it. Like I love this song. I love that song. I love the whole album. I want to see that. That's when I know that it's successful. I don't, the numbers, I'm an underground artist right now. Numbers don't mean nothing just yet. I want to see the support. I totally get that. I love that. Do you think you found yourself yet? I think I'm still finding myself. Like, mm-hmm. I think I think I, I I know I'm going in the right direction with my music. Um, I'm still exploring my music and you know different things I can do. Um, but I, there's a long road ahead of me before I even find out who I am as an artist. Okay. What does the person you've become today tell your younger self in retrospect? What does the Jameer of today tell the Jameer that wrote his first 16 bars? Jameer today would tell Jameer back in the day to do what you want, regardless of what you think people are gonna say or think about you. I wholeheartedly stand on that today. I feel like, like I said earlier, a lot of artists are nervous to put out music because they're scared of criticism. When really, you can put out a song and it'll be great. You'll get all the support and love that you that you might have wanted, and then you still get people that are going to give you backlash or that are going to hate on you. It don't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter. So my advice is to put out your music because you love it and not because of what you think other people are going to think about it. I completely agree with that. What's the biggest lesson? What's the biggest lesson you've learned from music? Um, There's always room for improvement. I think with doing music as long as I've done it, like I can listen to a song that I put back, that I put out back in 2016, 2017, and listen to something that I've done now, and I can see and hear the improvement. I feel like you're, as much as I think I'm a a perfect person as a Virgo, I know we be thinking that we're perfectionists and we like perfect at everything. I'm not perfect at writing my music yet. I'm not, perfect at production I'm not perfect at visuals so there in my mind there's always room for improvement there's always room to be better so that's what I would say now as a person as an artist as an entity just overall how do you want to be remembered I want to be remembered as a as a genuine person that loves music, that loves to rap, um, that cares for the rap culture when it comes to the music industry and just overall just being an artist. Okay, that's awesome. Is there anything that you would like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover in our conversation today? Um, well, I have been reviewing a few entries. I've been doing like this this challenge for my latest song that I dropped um, last Friday. It's called Medusa. Um, and I've been, you know, reviewing a few entries for, from a couple rappers that have been writing a verse to it. So. The remix will be dropping next Friday with two artists that I'm picking. Um, so if you guys are listening, I'm still judging and I'm still reviewing. So yeah, I'll be dropping a remix on Friday and then the album 
will be coming sometime this month. Nice. I love that. Now, my last question for you before I release you back into the wild (laughs) is what's next for you and where can we find you and everything that you want to promote? What's next for me? That's a good question because if I'm being completely honest, after I dropped this album, I was going to go on hiatus. (laughs) Mm. Just to kind of reset for this year so that I could really think about what I want to do this year because I haven't figured that out yet. Um, So, yeah, after I drop this album, I'm probably going to get quiet for a couple months. Um, But I I just kind of see myself making better music going into this year. Um, But you guys can find me on, uh, let's see, on Instagram at Wojamir. Um, I don't really promote a lot of my music anywhere else, um, but Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Tidal, all streaming platforms to be very honest at Jameer J-A apostrophe capital M-I-E-R absolutely love that now on that note that has been our show I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation and I want to extend a special thank you to my guest, Wojamir, for blessing the podcast today. Thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Anytime. Feel free to come back anytime you want to. When you have new music dropping, if something else comes up, if you want to come back and shoot the shit, hit me up anytime. <laughs> I'm going to be back for sure. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) And with that being said, I want to remind all of you guys out there to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message and misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye. What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.